All right, welcome back to American Social, beautiful downtown Tampa, Harbor Island right here, right next to uh, Jackson's as well. It's a gorgeous day. Man, it just doesn't get any better than this. This is a great office. I love my office today. Absolutely <laughs> tremendous. All right, let's welcome in our good friend Anthony Becht, a longtime NFL player, 12 years in the NFL, now Bucks analyst, and also uh, the host of Spit and Fire, one of my favorite new pat- podcast partner. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How's things? Good, good, good. Um, first, first and uh, foremost, let's talk Bucks Rams tonight, my friend. Um, you know, you've played in games like this, right? Where you're, it's playoff seating, it's Monday night football, it's you know you're testing yourself against one of the best in the league. What, what is the mindset of a player that has to sit through a whole day like this uh, to get to a game like this tonight? Yeah, you know, it is it is a long day, and, you know, even yesterday, you know, sitting around, I mean, you're basically either laying in bed, eating food, or drinking something. You know, that's kind of like the process, and, you know, I mean, I, for me as a player, I, you know, I use, utilize most of that time just going through the plays, going through the scripts, you know, what are the scenarios that could happen, you know, what could they do to me as an offensive player in that certain play, and, and what are my options, to, you know, to kind of to, to, to have a winning snap, and... You know, that, that's just kind of what you do. Uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, in this day and age, you know, guys got their video games and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure it's a little bit of a different uh, way of kind of, you know, relaxing yourself. But um, it's a huge game. I mean, it's really big for both both teams. It's a, it's a really, really good matchup. I mean, when you watch, uh, you look at both sides of the football, both teams excel on defense, both teams excel on offense. A lot of similarities for these teams. Um, I'm telling you, this this is going to be. A, it should live up to. Hopefully, it lives up to a, a really good matchup tonight. Uh, Anthony, what do you think are some of the key matchups? And we'll, we'll start with the Bucks' offensive line. I mean, this this Rams defense is talented. They're second in the league in points allowed, and it's not just Aaron Dan- uh, Donald. It's Leonard Floyd. It's Ecubon. It's Brockers. I mean, this is a good good front four. And protecting Brady is just really job one for the Bucks. If they protect them, they win. Uh, how do they do it against this group? Yeah, it is a challenge. Um, you know, listen, I, I think you're the best way to attack a team that has a defensive line that likes to get after the quarterback is run the football effectively. Yeah. You, you know, come off the ball and, you know, run right at Leonard Floyd. He's light. He's underweight. He wants to be in a pass rusher mode. He doesn't want to be in a run-stop mode. You know, Aaron, Aaron Donald, again, is a player that can play both pass rush and also stop the rush, but, you know, double-teaming him, you know, coming off the ball, rolling up on your knuckles, and just blowing off the ball. I mean, you know, he's going to get his wins, but it's going to wear a guy like that down. I mean, uh, you know, but they can do a lot of things across the board. They can rush with four guys, which is key. Uh, that, that's that's really the biggest separator. When you look at teams like the Colts and, and teams out there that like the Chargers, they only bring four a ton of times because they can get that pass rush, and, and that mm-hmm. gives them advantage in coverage. And, you know, they have really good secondary. I mean, they, they got real deal prime time. Uh, you know, Ramsey's as good as there is in the NFL, man, and, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be great matchups across the board. You know, Anthony, I, I totally agree with you about running the football. And here's where where it gets interesting: is Bruce Arians patient enough to do that in a game like this? Um, I mean, obviously, Rojo had a great week last week. We ex- we hope that he can do the same this week. But if the run isn't you know working with explosive plays early on, will will he stick with it? Because I, you know, that, I think that's an issue for this team at times. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, the, the mesh right now with coordinator and Leftwich and, and Brady and, and kind of compiling a four-quarter game, I haven't really seen a complete game yet this year. Yeah. Uh, the primetime games in particular have not suited them well, you know, for whatever reason. The, the offenses look stale, sluggish, and out of sorts. Um, you know, it, it, it really has to come together tonight. You know, I, and I think what happens is, you know, there's two teams that, you know, from play-action standpoint, these are the type of quarterbacks that, you know, re- rely heavily on run games. Because, uh, you know, even from a standpoint of the Rams, they're just such a heavy misdirection, you know, bring the quarterback one way, establish a run, and they kill you with crossing routes, intermediate routes, uh, seam routes, deep crosses. I mean, this is all played off the running game. And, you know, the two quarterbacks that can really pick you apart in that fashion if they do have a, a, a solid opportunity up front. So the team that runs the ball tonight effectively will win the game. And, and I think the Buccaneers have an opportunity. Now, you know, I'm not, I don't love the way they run the ball all the time. You know, we talked yeah. about this in the past with the way they utilize receivers and bring them in the box and, and just cluster everything up. But, you know, you got to mix it up. You got to find what works. You got to get a trend. You got to come out early and have a good plan. Because, you know, look, the Rams are going to be where they're going to be. They're going to be lined up the same place they've been lined up the last, you know, six, seven weeks of the season. You should, you should compile all the good runs that have been run against them this year, and you have that in your back pocket, and you put those in there and you run those plays. You know, those are the ones that teams have attacked them on, and those are usually the weaknesses. So I'm looking forward to seeing how often they'll actually run the ball that way instead of trying to do it their, the way they've been doing it and just kind of pounding it in you know, with eight different bodies around, you know, from, from tight end to tight end and bunching it up, I'd like to see a little bit of, you know, space out, you know, a little bit more spread run, see if they can kind of establish themselves that way to, to give themselves numbers, the numbers they need in the box to be successful. I, I love that thought, and, and hopefully um, we'll see that from Leftwich uh, today. Let's flip it over. Anthony Beck joining us here and, and talk about Joe Noteboom, who will uh, – start at left tackle for the Rams tonight. Um, this will be his, I guess, think it's his first start at left tackle. He had a couple of starts at guard earlier this year, and that didn't go well. Played okay when he came in in the Seattle game when Andrew Whitworth went down. But I would expect Todd Bowles is going to come up with a lot of blitz. Blitzes aimed at the left tackle and the blind side of Jared Goff. Uh, how do you expect him to hold up, and how, how should the Bucks attack this? Well, listen, Sean McVay's not dumb. I mean, he's going to have a plan. He's going to protect that part of the field and make sure that, you know, it's protected initially. And then you, you know, you, you, you got your guys upstairs in the box saying, listen, he's doing okay. He can, he can, you know, he can take care of it. And, and then you start implementing the style of offense you want. But, uh, you know, they're, they're going to do some things to, you know, try to help him out. They'll slide, they'll slide protection his way. Uh, they'll bring it back. They use multiple tight ends uh, with Everett and uh, Higby, uh, who are very good uh, pass route guys as well. Uh, and, and I think those are the key guys, too. You know, Cup, we all hear Cup and Reynolds and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Cooks. But, you know, to me, Higby and Everett are, are very dangerous. And, you know, just tight ends in general have just done, done this defense in in the past. And, you know, I think those are key players that sometimes are going to get lost in the shuffle when you're trying to shut down a crew that has a lot of weapons across the board that can catch the football. Anthony Beck joining us here. Um, Anthony, when you look at this game in its totality and, and what it means for the Bucs, to me it kind of comes down to this. If you're a, if you're a contender, um, you know, there's no, no excuses now about Antonio Brown. He's been here for weeks now. He's in the offense. Um, you know, we know Marpet's not going to play, but you know, they had a good plan for that last week. It worked out against the Panthers. I mean, you are who you are at this point, and uh, there's not a whole lot of secrets. So you've got to go out tonight and play against a, a good team 
and beat them. If you are who we think you are, which is a team that can go deep into the playoffs, I'm talking about the Bucks. This is a time in prime time to go out and show it, right? I mean, this is a litmus test tonight. Next week, it gets even tougher with the Chiefs. So we'll find out everything we need to know about this team these two weeks, right? You're right. You know, end of, the, end of November, okay, heading into December, you start building your kind of your face and, and, and cornerstone of what you are as a team. Um, you know, I haven't seen, I don't think that the Bucks have put it together yet on all phases, which is a good thing, as well as a, a little unnerving thing as well, because, you know, you kind of want to see them catching fire at this point of the season. Um, you know, listen, if you look at the two losses for the Rams, the most recent losses versus the Dolphins and the 49ers, in the Dolphins game, they forced four turnovers. Jared Goff, uh, and Goff had two interceptions, and he also had two fumbles. He had limited time to throw the football, and they got after him in a sense that they weren't able to really get their run game going, and they were heavy. I think they almost threw 65 passes in that game, but they also, the Dolphins, defended the pass. 14 pass defense on nine QB hits. The secondary was cut. Look, this is the, this is the man-to-man opportunity. These DBs going to have to come up big in this game, and the, and the common factor in the 49ers game was 10 passes defended as well. The secondary is going to be put in a situation to make plays on a football. If Todd can get any pressure at all, he doesn't have to get to him. If he just forces the, the, the internal clock of Goff to go a little bit quicker, the secondary of the Bucks has done a nice job in that man-to-man coverage and making plays on football. Don't give them free ones on third downs. Don't grab. Don't get the penalties that are going to extend drives. The biggest thing I saw this weekend in the NFL watching games, as defensive backs are in a position to make plays on the ball, and they just – do not trust their technique, and it just—it's so hurtful for teams across the board. It's just extending those drives have killed teams each week. And another thing too is no one is really pulling away from anyone in both the NFC and the AFC. Good teams play mediocre teams, play bad teams. Every game is close, so I expect this to be very close, a good game. I think the Bucks will win this game. I think they're going to win it by—you know—I said twenty-seven to twenty-one, but I think it's going to be close throughout. They may have to come back and get a late one to, to, to take the lead. But uh, this, is a, this is a game I'm not going to go off their primetime experience or what they've done in the past or anything like that. I think at some point this is the game where they have to stand out and, and take it and really extend themselves and start pulling away from the competition. And this is going to be a, a very good team to do it against. And I think it's going to get, you know, take a, allow them to take the strides that they want to take by taking this game on tonight. I love it. Uh, great analysis right there, my friend. Hey, real quickly, uh, around the league, you guys had a great discussion on your podcast. Um, what were the big things that stood out to you uh, yesterday? I, for me, one of them was um, the Titans just bullied the Ravens. I, I could not believe that on, on multiple levels. Uh, the Ravens are just not the same team they used to be defensively. Um, but the tit- uh, Titans are a good football team. Yeah, you know what? They really are. I mean, uh, and there was some early uh, pregame buzz going on yeah. in that game, which yeah. was interesting as well. So, I, I mean, listen, uh, you're right. Baltimore is not the same. Defensively, obviously, they're down some players. But yeah. when you look at their offense, you know, Lamar Jackson's not the same guy for whatever reason. You know, they're not running the ball effectively. You know, they have a in- couple injuries up front. Uh, Yonda's not there anymore. I mean, there's just a lot of issues there. I think the Saints, again, I really didn't – you know, Taysom Hill – Listen, he, he did some things in the game. He made some plays. He got lucky on some of these deep balls that he threw down yep. the field. But really it was the defense of the Saints that won that football game. I mean, They're the balling. Falcons did anything offensively. 
it would have been a problem. And, you know, that, that's exactly what they needed to do to make Taysom Hill be successful is play good defense. So that was something that was important for them to do, and I wasn't expecting that kind of play, and they really dominated defensively in that game. Uh, and I guess, you know, from you know all the other games, I would say the Chiefs-Raiders game was really fun to watch. I really yeah. had a lot of – John Gruden, I'm telling you, man, his game plan was – he put Spags. I mean, he he basically blew him off the chessboard uh, last night, which is which is unbelievable. I mean, the plan was there. They had the you know he's so full of check with me's and kill plays, and I mean they had a plan for everything, and that's what he does, man. I mean, I say this all the time. I was never more prepared for a football football game every week than I was at Gruden. I felt like I I was a kid at school writing the answers on my hand, and I had all the answers to the test. You just had to go out there and execute. And it's very difficult for the quarterback to do it because he overloads the quarterback with so much stuff. And Derek Carr looks like a guy that doesn't care. Like, you know, I played with Greasy. Greasy, hate, Greasy hated that crap. Garcia hated it. It was overkill. They just didn't want all that stuff. They wanted to go out there and, and get rolling and, and, and not worry about blitzes that they blitzed two years ago. You know, Derek Carr seems to be a guy that wants all the information. He takes it. He utilizes it. You saw him in the checks. They kind of showed that through the broadcast. I mean, they had a yeah. plan for every look, man. They could have checked. Every, they almost probably did check every play to something to put them in the right spot, and it seemed to work well because they just. Uh, I mean, look, Patrick Mahomes is another story, but offensively for them, I think they can hang with anybody in the AFC. They they were a telling story in that game. Yeah, that last drive by Mahomes looked so easy. He made that look so so effortless. It's like, oh, we need a touchdown. All right, you, just give me four throws. I'm good. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's you know, and that's the thing. I mean. As you watch that game, you're like, wow, Raiders, score again, score again. But it's like, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, they're, they're, you know, and I was watching the game, I'm thinking to myself, why do they keep throwing the ball to uh, uh, the Robinson kid? Because, that, you know, I, of all the weapons they have, I was like, where's Miko Hartman? I thought he was hurt. He comes up and has a huge catch in the last drive out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was on the field. So, I mean, they're just loaded, man. They just, you know, it doesn't matter who they are. They, they get the ball to everybody. I mean, Le'Veon Bell had big play. I mean, they just, yeah. and that's, here you go. Here's the, the, the difference, okay? So you look at the Bucks and Leftwich, and, and you, you want to have that kind of play-calling ability. Everything that the enemy and Reed, whoever's calling the plays, who knows? I mean, I, it just meshes well all the time. And that's what I want to see with the Bucks. I mean, that, that's the difference. And look, it, there's a lot more experience in play-calling with the Chiefs than there is with Leftwich uh, calling the plays. But that's what it's going to take, man, to, to get it done. And, and right now they're not there. They, they got time. But, again, it's, if they're going to want to get where they want to get and beat the best, it's got to mesh up better, man. And, and, and that, that's kind of iffy right now. Yeah, I could not agree more. Love talking football with you, Anthony. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Tell everybody where they can find your podcast. Yeah, you know, just give me a follow on Anthony underscore Beck. I'm on all the podcast uh, services, Google, uh, whatever they're called, Cast and uh, Apple and, and Spotify. Uh, you know, you can just go on Twitter. Everything's all posted there. My Facebook page, uh, the Anthony Beck, Instagram, it's all, it's all there. Just give me a search, and you can find out all the different platforms to, 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 to hear anything you want to hear that I'm putting out there. Yes, on the face twitch, the snapgram, everything. He's everywhere. Go get him. <laughs> Anthony Beck, just Google him. All right, partner, thanks so much. Uh, have a great great week, Thanksgiving week, but have great with your family and everything. Appreciate your time. No doubt, man. Enjoy the game. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Anthony. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break. Three minutes when we come back. Shane Stafford will join us, our quarterback guru, and we'll talk about golf versus Brady. And I think this is a huge advantage to the Bucks tonight. Golf. Not so good this year. We'll talk about that when we come back. 